Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Happy Friday! <laughs> you are now listening to the Double Dose Podcast. Listen, brought to you by your new twin cousins. Your favorite twin cousins. Your favorite twin cousin, Shonda. And Chanel. Listen, we are one set of twins. With two different perspectives. I'm ready to get into it. Let's go. So this is a solo episode today. Definitely. Yeah, I'm we've been excited. we've been cranking out a lot of like interviews. interviews yeah. We had Kenya Kelly. She was dope. The the people are still talking about Kenya. The TikTok queen. The TikTok queen who made millions. Who made millions. And who else did we have? Um, uh, Adrian Davis, Pastor Adrian Pastor Davis. Davis. Like his episode was lit. The he people were still talking. Just had two movies drop too. Yeah, on Shout Tubi. Out to him, yeah, yeah, so yeah. His acting thing going. Look, I love a good Tubi movie. Listen, Chris Stokes is underrated. Chris Stokes has Tubi in the headlock right now. Listen, the way that Chris Stokes blessed us with "You Got Served." And then continued to generate black excellence like in these the, movies. I don't understand. I don't think people understand like the degree to which he has produced and directed so many movies that start like the, the our faves, the faves, the, the it people, the, the millennium it faves. So yes. like the Marians, the Marcus Houston's, the Jennifer, Jennifer Freeman's, yes. like everybody Megan who Good had was in ser- everybody who had two thousand five and a headlock All was is in his 2K. movies. Like. It was, yeah. He got Tubi in the headlock right now. Yeah. But we say all that to say Adrian Davis is now Shout out to having Tubi in the headlock. Davis, yes. Davis, yes. So he's going to be in D.C. soon, right? Yes. Can we can we just stay there, though, and talk a little bit about Tubi movies? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I, listen, I think they're so underrated because there's no, always are. a plot twist that we don't expect. Always. Wait, did you see the clip with Claudia Jordan's movie on Tubi? All right. Now, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia Jordan knows she wrong for that. But it was the whole spending time in jail, getting out, finding your man with another woman, oh, killing. Wait, hold on. You watched the movie. Yeah, no, I watched it. I only saw that viral clip. Okay, killing. So, he, she, so he, she got out of jail. He found. She found her man. Her man was married, has a kid. They lived a happy life while she was in jail. Okay. She got out, uh, found a happy family. Like, wait, what are y'all doing together? All right, took out a gun, pop, killed the husband. Her old her dude. man, her boy. Yeah. yeah. And then Pop killed the, the, new, the wife. new wife. Yeah. And then Pop, he well, Wait, first no. he says, I'm just a kid. She, and she like, said, Pop, don't matter, kids get it too. <laughs> like, that's just. You can get it too, little nigga. <laughs> that's just the way Tubi <laughs> movies are right now. Yeah, that's wild. But it's mad entertaining. So I will spend my Saturday watching Tubi. I love it. It's like the Black Lifetime. Tubi is the Black Lifetime. Yeah. Okay. So I, I get it. I, that's why I'm so drawn because to it. Because you get the plot twist, you get all the things, the drama. You get all of that. Tubi is the Black Lifetime. Tubi and I is love the a Black Lifetime. Movie. I feel like, why are we not on Tubi? Why they didn't call us yet? I feel like that should be our next step. Okay. Do, so, so podcast, acting, Tubi. Yeah. In that order? Chris Stokes. Chris Stokes. Chris Stokes Tubi is different than everybody else Tubi. It really is. Yeah. Okay. So that's our next goal, 2024? Stepmother 5. <laughs> Stepmother 5. Yeah. No, because they probably going to replace Erica, Erica anyway. Yeah. So we're going to be the stepmothers. Period. Yeah. Because we're twins. But yeah. how would that work? We got to think of the plot <laughs> and we'll pitch it to Chris Stokes. <laughs> Chris, Chris, got a movie for you. We got a movie. Look, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. So what are we talking about today? I don't know, but I'm really into this acting thing. So. <laughs> um, today we're going to talk about our homecoming weekend. Yes. Homecoming. Shout out to the 
Delaware State University, y'all. Homecoming, period. HBCU homecoming season. Like, we just got out of that. Literally nothing like it. I don't think, if you didn't go to an HBCU, you probably don't understand how hectic October is for HBCU attendees. Because it's like weekend after weekend after weekend. Either it's your homecoming, your homies homecoming. Like, if you're involved in community, like, Mm -hmm. you got to be at some of these events. Like, it's a lot. You to come speak. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. It is. And so when we think about, like, HBCU homecoming and as it was approaching, Chanel, what were some of your thoughts and anticipations? Um, definitely, it's always anxiety around, like, what am I going to wear? <laughs> um, also, making sure that the rain holds up. The weather is, is No, the weather too. is a thing. Yeah. The weather is you a gotta thing. You got to make sure, you know. And then also just making sure I have enough energy to, to do all the festivities. I posted on my post, like, because our line sisters, first of all, another stressor, for homecoming, if you have line sisters, yes. you got to figure out okay, what are we wearing? What is the are, are we wearing? wearing? No. Are we getting jackets? No, are we getting one, t shirts? Who's one, customizing? Is everybody these? gonna be there? Is everybody gonna be there? Because we're at the age where now everybody is either y'all married, married y'all got, got kids, like, like it's a lot. Yeah, we're all over, <laughs> so we got to coordinate to make sure that number one, everybody's gonna be there. Number two, what are we wearing? What are we wearing? And then if it's so, like, I think regular, like, just lines, like. You know, they, I, I saw so many people coordinated, yeah, looking was, amazing at homecoming. But it's just something about Spring 12 Delta Lambda. Delta Lambda. We can't get it together. We just can't do it. <laughs> I really don't understand. Like, it's like the week before <laughs> homecoming. Like, we've been talking about what we were wearing for a good month. Yes. But we didn't get it solidified until the week before. We didn't get it solidified. And then when we showed up, I felt like we was the only two with the sweatshirts <laughs> on that we all agreed we were going to wear. And Chantel. Us and Chantel, and then eventually Lex put hers our deuce, on. Our Dre didn't like it. I'm like, Dre, where's your sweatshirt? I didn't like it, so I didn't get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> didn't know that's what we agreed on. What was Erica's story? I'm on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, what? Like, <laughs> it was just a lot. Uh, it was. Homecoming is intense every year, and I think just... Next year, we need to just... We need to start working on our outfits now. right now, yes. and then we'll be prepared for next year. I agree. Next year though, we on, this year we only made it to the plots. Next year I want to make sure we go to like the step show, the concert, not the concert. Step show, fashion show. Yes, we need the comedy show. Can we talk about HBCU fashion shows the for a fashion second? Fashion shows are elite. Because one thing that I feel is though, I think when people talk about HBCUs, yes, we talk about Greek life, we yeah. talk about, you know, the community, we talk yes. about all the amazing things, but I think we forget they about the fashion yes aspect of it the modeling troops Listen, on hbcu campuses are very are similar the to the like d9 it's very similar to d9 absolutely like i don't think that people understand our modeling troop we had jackets we had strolls we had a stroll we like had jackets, <laughs> limitless jackets which and you had your your name my name yep on a jacket what was your name spice right i think you were spicy and sweet no you were sugar i was spice okay i was i think i was shonda, shonda pumps, pumps down. down yeah Shonda pumps down um, because I pumped down on the runway. Um, but, yeah, like, I think people underestimate Listen. model troops on HBCU campuses so much. It is, yeah. It, it's a culture within itself. Absolutely, right? yeah. We are into fashion, of course. Every day we're dressed down. Don't matter if we're going to 8 a.m. chemistry class. Don't matter if we're going to the cast. Oh, we was going to 8 a.m. African-American history with six-inch pumps on. Yes. Like, that's just because what that's it was. Just, yeah. <laughs> At one point, though, when we were, um, was it an audition? Yes, that first year we had to try out for it. Yeah. And we had to to wear heels every day. 
to class all day mm-hmm. and then go. Yeah, it was a thing. It was a thing. It was a thing. But do you remember? And I put this on my um on my post on Instagram. We were like the girlies on campus that would be about wearing the heels yes. and getting dressed down to go to class. Yes. And when I say dressed down, dressed down I mean dressed, dressed up. up. <laughs> <laughs> but dressed down. <laughs> dressed down. That's like like you know motto lingo. Like yeah. you, you pump down, you dress down. Yeah. Like that means you yeah. Um. But because we were those girls, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> still are. Glory to God. Oh, we glory to God. there was a shady column. Do you remember the DSU Bro. column what called was it? twenty twenty one? It was called the Hornet. That's the newspaper. It's the newspaper. But the twenty questions. Did they have this while you were there? No. Okay. All okay. right. So the twenty questions all, at Dell State. Let's, yeah. Let's paint the picture. This was before social media was popping. Before the shade room. Before, before Instagram. Shade, there was no such thing as Instagram. No, I think Instagram had just came out. Not then, because this was our freshman year. This was Facebook like sophomore. Had just got this was okay. So these were Facebook days. Yeah. So this was before Instagram, like all like shade before room, real time drama. Right. So we had drama in our newsletters. Drama in our newsletters. So, <laughs> we, so Yo, we, we sound so old, right? <laughs> but we're not. I promise. <laughs> so there was a shady column in the Hornet that was twenty questions, and they would ask like a bunch of questions. That was just like, like it was just shady, like. like who is the guy who always wears a book bag in the cafeteria? Like, right. it's just like, like shady. Like, you're throwing shade. Who's the girl with the rundown heels? Right. And everybody knew who the girl with the rundown heels is. Right. So, question number 13, who are the <laughs> twins who always dress like they on a fashion show? They in a fashion show. On the runway. On the runway. Yeah. And we was like, oh, we those girls. Okay. <laughs> y'all meant to be shady, but y'all gave us a little bit of clout. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Hornets, the Twenty One Question yeah, Newsletter. Twenty One Questions. Because again, that was the pre shade room uh-huh. shade. That was pre IG shade. So I'm here for it. But anyway, back to DSU <laughs> HBCU culture. Going to an HBCU is just a blessing. It is. Why didn't I wear my DSU shirt? I got it somewhere. Um, but a lot of people downplay, and we're gonna get to homecoming. But mm-hmm. I wanted to drive the point: the importance. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. ...of us um, pushing our students, black students especially, going to HBCUs. Yes, I agree. Especially when we were applying, Chanel, like people would push us away to it. Like, oh, go to the larger schools. Mm-hmm. Go to the PWIs. You'll get better opportunities. Mm-hmm. You'll get more exposure. Have you had that experience? Absolutely. And um, I would say that even with not only going to the larger schools, going to a larger HBCU, right? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. there was definitely a stigma with not only going to an HBCU, but I'm also going to Delaware State University. Which Number is one, smaller. Right. Number one, is in-state. So everybody's like, oh, it's like the 13th grade. You're going to be there with everybody. Yeah. People there say that, yeah. And then also... Um, it's extremely small, so it doesn't have the exposure of, like, the Howard University, the Hampton University. At that time, people didn't really – they wasn't checking for HBCUs, right? Mm-hmm. They wasn't checking for – the only people they were checking for was, like, the Howards and the Spellmans and right. stuff like that. Clark. Right. Yeah. Um, the larger. Granted, yeah. Granted, mm-hmm. fast forward to today, everybody wants their hands on an HBCU, right? You got the Pepsis and you got the yeah. people on campus trying to recruit there. That wasn't like that back then. It was not. Right. Um, so I had somebody tell me like, Hey, I mean, if we had the same exact resume and you put your resume in front of somebody and I put my resume in front of somebody and they see that I went to Howard and you went to Delaware state, I'm going to be the one to get the job. And sports, right? They were in sports. Yeah. Yeah. So that was terrible. That's how people thought. Absolutely. But 
for me, like, I took that as a challenge. Oh, I'm put on for my Delaware State each and, I, and everywhere that I go. Yeah. And I honestly think we're doing it. We are. Like, when you think about HBCUs in general, I feel as though, and it, granted, I think that over the past few years, like, we've done a great job. When I say we, like, us collectively, the alumni, mm-hmm. we've done a great job putting DSU on the map. Yes. Because you got Lauren on, on the, the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. You got, like, Jamila. Jamila. You got, um, who else? Shy, Shy Nika. E yeah, News. yeah, yeah. On E! News. You got you with, with the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, we're... You got you as a psychologist, writing articles for Essence, all that. Yeah, like, it's like we're really putting on for DSU. And I think we all had that same motivation. Yeah, like, because we are that no smaller Like, no example school. right now, so let me be that example. Exactly. So. Exactly. And so I think that's uh, that drives the point even more. Like, it doesn't necessarily matter how big or small the HBCU is. It's more so about, again, like the connections, exactly. the mentorship that you receive, the people that you connect with, mm-hmm. the work that you put in. Exactly. Because we was like, we would like be up at early in the morning on campus and then come back late at night. Yeah. Because oh, we were just in yes. so many organizations. So many and orgs, the fashion shows, all the things. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. But even like now, now that um, we put Dell State on or whatever, I make it my business to go back and not only teach the students the game, but, mm-hmm. like, when I know about opportunities and I know somebody there needs an opportunity, I'm making sure they're going to get an interview, at least, at minimum, right? It's been so many kids that I've been able to put in the right rooms because I'm so passionate about making sure I put Delaware State on. So. Yeah. I know. So you, you've talked about that before, about how, like, not even just DSU, but, like, HBCU students. Period. Like, you were able to kind of, like, get them into working in the NFL. Yeah. And sports true. overall. Yeah, I got at least five mentees working in the NFL right now. All from HBCUs? Um, They're all black. I don't know if they all went to HBCUs. I'll say majority of them went to HBCUs. I got to go back and look in the notes. But. Yeah. I think that, but that just speaks to, like, us kind of, like, reaching back as we climb. It's so important. But that's the nature of an HBCU. That is. Yeah. And it's granted, African. It's African. It's <laughs> African. <laughs> But Chanel, I didn't realize that other people didn't have that experience in college when they like went to PWIs. Like I thought, like when I talk to my friends, I'm like, "Oh, y'all not going back home for homecoming?" No, we don't do that. Like that's literally that's so HBCU weird. thing. So what do they do? And that's what I was wondering. Like, no, seriously, what do they do? Sometimes they have like black alumni stuff okay. at their homecoming, and then they'll go back to that. But it's not like a thing where like. You know, like, we prepare all year long for a homecoming. Yeah. Like, who going to be there? We connect the it. Like, office, yeah. the hotel, all that. Right. Yeah. Like, making sure everybody's coming, mm-hmm. having a, well, we have a breakfast. We had brunch. A brunch, yeah. yes. Yes. We our brunch, brunch our arrival. little sisters, yes. Yeah. Um, but that's not a thing with everybody. That's right. I say all that to say I am grateful for my HBCU Absolutely. experience. The illustrious Delaware State University. Period. Are your kids going to HBCUs? Absolutely. Yeah. They're going to Dell State. My kids are going to Del State too. They, I mean, their family is DSU yeah, royalty. They can't, they can't they just can't, not go. Yeah, they can't. <laughs> like, they can't do that. It, it is just going to disrupt the pattern. Yeah. Mom went to DSU. Yeah. We went to DSU. They got to go to DSU. They That's have a it. Choice. They're not. No choices. Where you paying for it? Right. Oh, okay. But what if they turn around and be like, "I got a scholarship to this place." Congratulations, Delaware State University. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, what do you want me to say to that? <laughs> you worked hard for that. Tell them you can't go. <laughs> um, okay, so. Not us being controlling parents and the kids not even here yet. I mean, they already know what it is. Like, <laughs> they know what it is. 
Um, okay. So was that all we wanted to say about our homecoming? Yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, sidebar, it was so random seeing Montel Jordan on the plots. Very random. Very Got random. Got the picture. Got the picture. He was there. <laughs> he was there. In the um, flesh. He was. <laughs> <laughs> um, we what was else? like, Dad, you know, we saw Montel Jordan. You know who that is? He was like, yeah, I know who Montel Jordan is. This, this is, is why, why we do, do it. <laughs> close. Very almost, close, Dad. Dad you almost right. had it. Um, yeah, so we saw Montel Jordan. Another thing, okay, while we're on the plot, I love, love, love that DSU shows love. Like, even the younger generations oh, yeah. who Shout I the have no clue. Like, they, they don't have, they have no business knowing who they I am. No we was business. not on campus together. We graduated how many years ago? Ten. Ten plus. Child. Um, but they just continue to pay homage. Like, yeah. yo, look up to y'all, respect y'all, blah, blah, blah. And it's amazing. It's dope. And also, it makes me feel kind of like, like an OG, yeah. Bit. Like the I'm like every the OG. Plot we go to everybody offering us water, food. Y'all good twins? Yeah. Like y'all want something to eat? You want to sit down? Do I look like my ankles are hurting right now? <laughs> like I love it. Thank you. <laughs> but but nah, but nah, it was cool. Our yeah, HBC like, experience yeah, was you dope. Can tell the um the younger generation again, like they definitely they know who we are. Number one, number two, they respect what we doing and they appreciate it. Yeah, so, that's a blessing. In no, it really is. It really is. So. I'm excited though about uh, DSU, our future together, like collaborations. Absolutely. You got some stuff coming up with them, right? I do in the yeah. pipeline. I'm excited. For Are you that. able to talk about it yet or no? Not yet. Okay. So. All right. Cool. All right. So, um, what's next on the docket? Um. So okay. So we went to homecoming. Yes. That, that was same day. First of all, that's the earliest we've ever appeared at homecoming. Everybody, Everybody was, surprised. was so surprised. It was like, first of all, I'm not used to seeing y'all in the daylight during homecoming. <laughs> Like, we usually get there mad late. Mad late, like 5 p.m. I mean, that's on brand. I agree. Like, we're late. <laughs> like, that's very on brand for us. So we got there in time for brunch. Yes. The end of brunch. We had to be late to something. <laughs> had to be late to something. So Just to make to it brunch. consistent. Yeah. Consistency is a key to great branding. Exactly. That is what we teach at the Thrivers Unleashed. <laughs> Thrivers Unleashed. <laughs> for only $47 a month, you could be a part of Thrivers Unleashed as well. Kingdom Entrepreneurs. Period. Um... So, okay, we got there super early, Yes. said all the, you know, hellos, love y'all, miss y'all, let's take pictures. As soon as we got on the plot, we taking pictures because we know we got to go. And the key to making sure your presence is known before you leave, Mm -hmm. you got to stroll. You got to stroll. It was like, oh, the the twins was here. (laughs) Right. So we on the Alphaplots. All right, they got to play ice cream paint job before we (laughs) go. Texting our little brother is like. Bro, Bro, I'm about to leave. Like, can y'all, y'all gotta play, play ice, ice cream paint, paint, paint job? <laughs> <laughs> and so ML's like, it's so early. Come on, bro, we gotta go. First, no, he was he was fine. He was like, all right, let's do it. But then when the music started, that's when he was like, it's so early. Oh. He wanna do it. I think I think it was like they played it a couple times though. They but did. either way, we strolled. Took pictures. We were there. Made the presence known. They Got did. a nice little 30-second Instagram clip on there just to make sure y'all knew that we was there. It was a vibe. It was a vibe. And so part of the reason why we had to exit out is because Lauren Hill was in town that same... In D.C. Yes, in D.C. So that, that same morning, day. we left D.C. At went like to 10. Delaware mm-hmm. for homecoming. Drove back to D.C. for the Lauren Hill concert. Yes. Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> so we left homecoming at what, four? Yeah. Very early day. Very early, very long. Um, got back on the road. Got dressed. 
And we was out. We was there. And we got there on time. Yes. I already know you itching to say no, it. No, I'm not. Okay, all right. Lauren all right. We love Lauren. We, we love Lauren. Lauren. Um, no, but she's one of my favorite artists. One of my favorite albums is For The Miseducation sure. of Lauren Hill. So I was I was pressed because this was the was 25th anniversary of The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Um, but we was hearing like mixed reviews yeah. of how it was going to be. People kept telling me that like, hey, like don't get too excited because she can't really sing her songs the way that they're recorded. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Which was whack. That was whack because she don't own her masters. Well, that she said that's a rumor. She addressed that. She said she she hasn't had an album since then, so she just wants to remix it. She addressed that. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. Well, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. Um, but does she own her masters? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. What? That clip where she said, um, "Y'all lucky I came." Y'all lucky I like showed that? up. Yeah, yeah. Y'all lucky I showed up. Yeah. How you feel about that? Um, Lauren can do no wrong in my eyes. I agree. But as a brand, as a business, I would say I wouldn't say it. Yeah. Because then you're going to start to develop, like, client inconsistency. It's like, oh, this is how she feel. Well, I'm going to just come late the next time she performs. And yeah. then what if she's on time? You gonna, Or what if I'm not going to come at all? Like, yeah. I wouldn't say that personally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. But Lauren could just come out singing Mary Had a Little Lamb. Baby. And I would be impressed. Yeah. She could have got out there and said, if you want to be somebody and you want to go somewhere, I would have been still happy with that. She could have came out and brought Cheryl Lee Ralph Mm -hmm. talking about, Mama, I want to sing. And Cheryl Lee Ralph talking about, you going to be singing your shoulda, coulda, woulda. Along with your daddy. Along with your daddy. And I would have been fine. Absolutely fine. Look, this is just the... Look and, and she could have came out there and sung Kobe say hey, and color grease. Hey, and I would have been super excited. I would have been psyched just to see Lauren. Look, I'm she could have been out there to sing. Come and join the chorus, the mighty mighty chorus with the da 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 Job. I can't hit it. <laughs> but are you done? No, yeah, okay. <laughs> but that just proves how like there is no other vocalist and lyricist like Lauren Hill. Like none. And I recently had this conversation with somebody else. Please debate me in the comments, but not if you don't know music. But like a lyricist who knows lyricist. how to lyrically, like who, who knows how to lyrically just like express themselves the way she does, yeah. and also a vocalist yeah. with her range and vocal uh control. You're not gonna find that anywhere else. No, you're not. That's that's um that's rare, bruh. That's rare. And that's why I was so excited to be there. Two hours late or not, I was in a suite eating food, so I didn't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but technically, was she late? Because I feel like when you go to concerts, the main artists really don't go on stage until like maybe an hour after. Anyway. Yeah, they said Beyonce was like an hour late. We were late, yeah. so we didn't know. Um, right, we was late. I mean, but she was on stage by the time we got there. Um, yeah. 
I don't know, child. Um, but either way, we went to Homecoming and saw Lauren Hill all at the same day. Very, very, very exciting. I'm excited too. I feel like we need we should have created a blog, and I think I got content enough content to create a blog wow. to put on our YouTube. So, um, yeah. Anything but, else on that? No, Lauren was great, and then the Fugees came out. Yes, we were confused. We, we was like, yeah, we was like, okay, is the concert over? Yes. It wasn't. Lauren did her full set for the 25th anniversary of the Miseducation. Mm-hmm. And then the Fugees came, Fugees including Wyclef Wy- Wy- and Prize. Mm-hmm. And it was like bananas. Like, yeah. none of them missed the beat. None. They sounded the same. They looked great. Like, like they they were bomb. Energy. Yes. Point. Why was Wyclef doing handstands? And y'all, they got to be in their 50s by now. Like, they have to be. Wyclef was doing handstands. Wyclef was doing handstands. The band. The band was lit. And the, Shout and out to Spank. Shout out to him. Drummer. I feel like most of the people in the band, though, we know from, like, church yeah. stuff. Like, the if you want to find the best musicians, best singers, go to church. Go to church. If, if you find that, like, oh, oh, this artist has an amazing bassist, an amazing organist, uh, strong likely, they started in church. church yep. <laughs> and there's probably still somebody's MD. There's still <laughs> probably somebody's MD yeah. at your local church. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you see the viral clip? And we noticed that in the concert, how she was kind of directing the band. I didn't see the clip, but I noticed in the at how the concert. Directing yeah. the band. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I mean, that's normal, right? Not, not to that degree. Not to you that can, degree. You can tell she knows her music. Yes, yeah. that she is an artist. Yeah. And she's sensitive about her stuff. Um, but I'm just like, okay, this is something we see on Sunday mornings, right? right. The music leader is going to direct the band, and she's going to say, no, hi-hat, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. But the clip went viral that because it showed that she was doing that. I didn't see that. Yeah. Are you it, serious? Yeah, it went viral. But what were people saying? Like, were they surprised that she, like, she's a musician. Right. But... She is a musician. I think there can be a level of that, but to that extent where it was just like so much like, hey, no, stop. Like that, y'all should have did that at Soundcheck. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like she does have sound check. Um, and she said that. Like she said that was a part of the reason why she'd be late sometimes. They'd be having sound check. Okay. And then like, you know, they're late opening the doors or whatever. Um but I feel as though, like, with music in general, mm-hmm. because, like, it, like it's not like sheet music where we're reading it. It's very, like, meticulous. We got to play it this way, this way. Like, she might feel something in the moment right. to where she might want to go a little higher. Yeah. She might want the, uh, a little bit more bass drum in this moment because that's what she's hearing. Like, that's how art works. That's how music art works. That's like, how, yeah, I agree. That's how a shed works. Right, okay. When we're in, like, an atmosphere like this. And but not like shedding. a concert. But a concert okay. at the Wells Fargo Center or Capital One Arena, I don't know. I hear you. I hear you. So. Is that what people were saying, though? Like, she was directing? Um. The- yeah, people were, like... Some people thought it was, like, a little tacky. But I wrote in the comments, I said, like, literally, it's nothing to see here. Like, you'll see this every Sunday at your local church. Right. Like, <laughs> like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to it. Right. And, I think that's what it and is. And uh, I guess, you know, if you're in the performance space, like, if y'all disagree, like, let me know. Because I'm, I, I don't know. This is, this, this, when I saw her doing that, I was like, oh, she know her band. Like, mm-hmm. she knows, she like, knows what she's music. looking for. She's, she's no Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get anything from that. But listen, I, I need Lauren Hill to come back to DC. Um, it was amazing. It was good. We good? Oh, okay. Where we at on time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we okay. good. Yeah, so we 
nah, that's cool. This is perfect. Yeah. Um, so all right, so last thing, um, Thrivers Unleashed. Thrivers Unleashed. Make sure that you guys sign up for Thrivers Unleashed because again, yes. we have a group of entrepreneurs who are super dedicated to their businesses and want to learn how to grow as a Christian entrepreneur. Yes. Really excited to have y'all. Yeah. Make sure y'all tune in next Friday. Right. See you. Bye. <laughs> Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.